What's up? What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Let's Renee. You are tuned into another episode of Let's Be Real, where things are unorthodox, unique, and unfiltered. Now, I did not plan on jumping on this soon to do another episode, but it is something on my chest and it's real heavy. Um, So I'm just going to get it off. As you can see, this episode is titled Unemployment Line. And I'm going to tell the story of how I just got fired the day before Thanksgiving. So (laughs) let's just jump right into it. This this will be a part of what I'm going to call the story time series. So, yeah. So let me give you all a little backstory. I am a social worker. I recently transitioned from being a foster care social worker to I went to go work for this local agency who serves um, as a recovery center for women in addiction. I'm going to try to say no names so I won't get tied up. So please just bear with me. I may make up some fake names as I go. (laughs) I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so I transitioned from working for DHR to this specific organization mid-August. So when I got there, I was like, hmm, this is totally different from working for the state. But I was like, it's cool. You know, this job is nothing too too technical, too difficult. I can just ride this out while I finish my master's program. So that was initially my plan. This job was never nothing. Um, it was never nothing that was supposed to be long term. And I was okay with that because y'all know me like I'm, I'm not going to be miserable in a job and you know, whatever comes, whatever ever opportunity comes, I'm going to take it because I've learned you can't be faithful to these employers because they will throw you under the bus. They will they will leave you to dry, hang you out to dry every time. So it is no loyalty in this field, and that's what I've learned. So anyway, um, I'm working, I'm working. Okay, so let me fast forward a little bit. Um, A few weeks um, this might have been like the first or second week in November, we were exposed to COVID. So a few days after we found that out, I had this really high fever. Like my fever, it was like 99.9 and I looked a little off. So I was like, hey, it was like that. It was like it was a Tuesday at like four o'clock. I get off at four thirty. So I was like, I'm finna go because I feel like I'm finna fall out. So I leave that next morning. I say, Hey, I'm gonna go get tested for COVID. Because both my parents had COVID and you know, I it's, it's hot right now. So I was like, This ain't nothing to play with. For my peace of mind, I'm gonna go get tested. So that Wednesday, I go get tested. Um, I went to a facility not too far from where I live. And I do the rapid test. And they do the real test to send off to the lab. So I'm out of pocket like $75, right? So 
my rapid test was negative and the doctor was like um we got some good news and some bad news the good news is your rapid test was negative but um we're gonna ask that you quarantine until we get your real results so i was like okay cool how long do y'all think that'll be so the doctor was like um We've been kind of heavy, so it's about a 7 to 10 day turnaround. So I was like, man. So I text him and I let everybody know, hey, I'm negative, but I got a quarantine, blah, blah, blah. So a coworker who is actually a girl I was real close friends with in high school, um, she was like, hey, I talked to the owner they want you to, she wants you to go to med plus because it's a quicker turnaround. So I was like, I just paid out of pocket to go get a test. I don't feel good. Both of my parents are at work right now. I don't, I don't have nobody to take me and I'm not driving. I'm not driving from Muscle Shoals to Florence because y'all want me to go get a certain test. If that was protocol, y'all should, y'all knew I was leaving to go get tested. Y'all should let me know that then. So, boom, that's strike one. <laughs> that's strike one. I, I'm like, I'm not going to go get tested again. Now, if y'all want to cut a check, bring me some cash, go take me somewhere to go get tested, I might do that. But I wasn't feeling good. I still had a fever. And I've already got tested. I'm They not finna swab my nose again because it wasn't a pleasant feeling. So, anyway, so... I end up quarantining from that Wednesday. Then they call me that next Wednesday. So I'll, I'll quarantine for a whole week. And they're like, hey, Leslie, we um, we got your results. And they're negative. So I say, hey, y'all, I'm negative. I'll be back in action tomorrow. Now, keep in mind um, that Wednesday, I said my supervisor, hey, girl, I hope you're listening I had sent her a text like, hey, who's working Thanksgiving? Because I, I figured I would have to work. And she was like, yeah, you're probably going to have to work the 7 and 3. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I've, I've worked Thanksgiving before. I've worked Christmas Eve before. My um my daddy had to work, so we wasn't doing nothing for real on Thanksgiving anyway. So I don't know if somebody, I'm not going to name no names, not my supervisor, if somebody um, has set that emotion for me to quit, like, I know I'm dramatic, but I'm not finna quit because I got to work a holiday. So I, do, I don't know what that was about. So anyway, fast forward Thursday, um, I go to work. First of all, I knew something, something in my spirit was off because that Thursday now, anybody that knows me, I'm going to bed at 10, 10, 30, 11. I didn't go to sleep that night until it was 3 a.m. Like something was unsettling in my spirit. And I remember telling my mom that morning because I had called her and I was like, something ain't right. So I get to work, you know, everybody's there. We kicking, joking, laughing. It's a whole bunch of drama going on that day. So I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm in the cut. I'm just, I'm, I'm real low key that day. So fast forward till about three o'clock, the owner comes up there 
And so me and my supervisor, we looking at each other real crazy, like, what's going on? And so I'm like, we both come to the conclusion, like, somebody finna get fired. Like, it was just in the air. I don't know if somebody tipped her off, but we were like, somebody finna get fired. And so the owner, I go out on the porch. And so the owner comes up, and she was asking the other lady, who I'm not going to name, she was like, who is she? And the lady was like, that's Leslie. And I'm just, I'm looking sideways. I'm like, we've met before. I was like, maybe maybe it's my hair because I was wearing my natural hair. I was like, maybe it's my hair that's throwing her off. And so she was like, well, I need to talk to you in the back. So I'm like, cool. So we go to the back, and it's me, her, the owner, my supervisor, and then, for some reason, the girl I went to high school with is in there. Um, So, I sit down. I'm already on edge. Like, my fight or flight mode done kicked in. I'm like, okay, you know, y'all playing around. Like, what? what's up? And she was like, um, sorry, we're going to have to let you go. So, I'm looking around the room like, you letting who go? And she was like, you. And I was like, why? And she was like, um, well, you're behind on documentation. I said, I haven't been here in a week. What are you talking about? So she was like, well, you were, you were 10 days behind on documentation before you had to quarantine. And at that point, I'm hot. So let me, let me um, pause here. And let, let me tell you all a little bit something about social work. Ain't no social work 100% on documentation, period. If you're 100% caught up on documentation, you're not doing no work. And a few of my OGs have told me that. Like, in social work, it's no 50-50 balance between doing the work and documentation. Like, I don't know any social worker who is 100% on their documentation. And like I said, if they are, they're not doing no work. So, I start, at that point, when she said that, I started laughing. Like, I'm I'm tickled. And so she keep talking. She was like, I used to run this place, da-da-da. And at that point, I'm like, I don't need to hear nothing else. So I stand up. I go in my office. Um, I haven't really unpacked my box that I brought from DHR. So whatever few items I had on my desk, I'm throwing it in that box. Um, I don't – I really, y'all, truly, I blacked out at that moment. <laughs> All I remember, I called my mom. Thank God my daddy was off that day. So I got them on the phone as my witnesses. Like, I'm at that point, it really, it, it, it caught me. It, it felt like an ambush. I don't like feeling ambushed. Like, if that, it takes a lot, y'all. It takes a lot for me to get angry. And at that point, I was angry. I'm like, y'all, y'all really played me. Like, y'all made me work a whole day when y'all could have just gave me my check and I could have went and got my nails done. But the girl that was supposed to fire me was too, you, you're a coward. You've been in my face smiling all day, but yet when you were supposed to fire me, you got scared. I don't know where this lady was when the owner was giving me the boot, but she was, baby, she was MIA. So she come in, like they both, they both at me. 
And so I'm looking at that point. I'm losing it. I, like, I'm on the phone with my parents screaming, like cussing. I'm doing all that. Like I blacked. I completely blacked out. So I'm looking at the girl I went to high school with. I was like, you know me. I will knock all of this stuff over. You know me. And she was like, Leslie, don't do this. You're better than this. No, boo. Don't tell me I'm better than something and that I need to keep it professional. You weren't, y'all weren't keeping it professional when y'all were scheming, trying to get me out the door. Y'all weren't keeping it 100. Y'all weren't being real about that. So, no. And so, like, at that point, I'm, I'm still, I'm losing it. I go move my car. I'm, I'm still on the phone with my parents. You know, like, hey, what do I do? And so, my daddy was like, you need a letter of termination. And so I go back in, I knock on the door, and I'm like, I need a letter. And the owner was like, for what? Like, literally, that's how she said it. And I was like, and I'm and by that time, my mom had calmed me down. I was I was able to see straight, because it, it, for a long time during, I saw red. Like, I can't even tell y'all, like, what really went down, because I blacked out. So by that time, I'm cool. I, I took a few sips of water. I was like, hey, I need a letter of termination for my personal records. And so she was like, hold on. So I'm on the porch. I'm st- I still feel a little heat like I, in my chest. My chest was still hot. So when she comes back out, it's the owner and then the lady that was supposed to fire me but was too scared to fire me. And the letter they give me is not on letterhead. It's not dated. It doesn't have any, it doesn't have anybody's name on it. I'm going to pull it up so um, I can read it verbatim on what it said. Because this point I was, I, I lost it. <laughs> it says, um, just on a regular piece of paper, typed up, no date, no letterhead, no nothing. It says, under Alabama law, an employee can be fired or terminated for any reason. Whether it's a good reason, bad reason, or for no reason. This is called the employee at will doctrine. Under this doctrine, an employer can terminate someone for virtually any reason, whether it's legitimate or not. November 9, 2016. So that's the letter they give me. So at that point, I'm hysterical. I, I'm laughing. I, I'm telling my parents, like, this is the most unprofessional place I've ever worked. Um, and so my parents, they start laughing. I guess that ticked the owner off because she was like, you need to leave. And I was like, I've been kicked out of better places than this. So I'm laughing. My parents are like, Leslie, get in the car, leave. And so keep in mind, this is the day before Thanksgiving. Like, and so I say all that to say, like, I just blacked out on them. I really blacked out. But to know that you can be fired for any reason. And then the, what what got me towards the end, before I got in the car, they were like, we don't need a reason to fire you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, y'all trying to fight. That's what I took it. I was like, y'all trying to antagonize me to the point where I'll run up and I'll hit one of y'all. Because I'm hot. But I'm like, I can't do it. I'm licensed. Y'all ain't got nothing. I'm not finna lose my license because y'all are unprofessional now. Why they wanted me out the door, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, you know how folks do. They have in their mind who they want to work in that position. Um, Maybe it wasn't a good fit. 
I really was trying to get up in there and, you know, do some different things of what I've learned with the state. They weren't trying to hear it. Just unprofessional across the board. Like, it, it, it blew my mind how unprofessional some of the things were that were going on up there. Um, so I, what, what I've learned from that, I was like, I don't want the, I don't want somebody feeling like they have power over me to just let me go because they feel like it. So if anything I've learned, um, I don't think it's meant for me to work a conventional type of job like that. I don't think it is, um, I've had a few people ask, will I go back and work for the state? I'll definitely go back and work for the state in a different capacity. Um, I'm enjoying this time I've had off. I don't like working jobs that take a lot out of me. Because I'll be honest, when I worked for the state, there are many days I couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. That's when I really started taking Z-Quill a lot because I wasn't sleeping, you know, decisions were being made that were out of my control that's impacting children and that's a it's a heavy burden to bear now I know y'all probably thinking why did you choose social work social work chose me okay I do have a lot of plans in my career on what I want to do for me I but I, I I appreciate the experience I had working at DHR but I don't think I can go back and I'm definitely not gonna go work for a small organization like the one I just left because I don't like being conspired against. It's a big conspiracy if you ask me. So for the time being, I am applying for jobs. I'm getting ready to start interning with my OG. Shout out to Anchor Counseling and Consulting. Also, please go check out Amethyst. Um, it's on West Mall Drive. I'll be sure to post the official address um, in the comments. Um... So, yeah, I'm finished getting ready to wrap up my last year of grad school. I'm interning in the spring and in the fall, and then I'll be done. But what I, if if this gets to in the right hands of people that need to hear this, um, y'all didn't break me. Y'all thought firing me the day before Thanksgiving would hurt. Baby, guess what? I'm covered, period. I have a good support system. My parents, my parents going to make sure I'm good. I'm going to make sure I'm good, like, they don't know, like, y'all really don't know me. Like, I'm I'm a go out here and hustle and get it by any means necessary. That's what type of time I'm on. And y'all can't take that away. So, and I say that all that to say, you know, you can't, you can't play around with folks and think it's not going to come back to bite. So, if I were y'all, I would definitely stay on my toes, boo. Because you don't know when I'm coming. You don't know when you know, when something is going to come back on y'all. So you've got, you got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. Woo. I feel so much better now that I got that off my chest. Um, so, you know, if you, if you are, um, give me some advice. Cause I ain't never been fired like that. Like it was just a joke. I was hysterical. I really felt like a crazy person in that moment. But once I had to give it time to, like, I, I had to really process it. Like, dang, I just got fired. I don't have a job. I have not went without a job since I was probably 20. So in, like, seven years, this is the first time um, I'm really actually able to just really kick my feet up. 
And like my parents told me, I don't have to take the first thing that's offered. I need to work a job that makes me happy, makes me feel good. Now, where, where that job is, I don't know, but I'm hopeful. And I know that the Lord will always make a way. He's done it so many times before. Like, my faith is completely in the Lord. My faith is never in an employer. Because I done seen folks get jammed up by their employer, like, thrown under the bus. I ain't got time for that. So, my faith is always in the Lord. So, um, if y'all know anybody needing a social worker, let me know. Um, but I'm good. I am happy. I have, um, like I said, I have total faith in God. Woo child. I hope y'all have enjoyed this story time. I'm trying to think um, what else I will talk about in the future. Who knows? Be on the lookout for um, the episode with my co-host, B. Nicole, Inspiring Souls. We will be recording that soon. Again, I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in to my shenanigans. Um, I love it. We are just getting started, so I hope y'all stay tuned. All right, y'all. I'm finna go look for a job, so I'll holla.